Hey, fat fish heads. It's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms. Fat fish. Sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, flap your fins for the fabulous Fat Fish <laughs> Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder yeah. and Brad Grunny Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. Oh, we're back. How are you, Mr. Mr. Fish, number 48? I missed you. You know, this is one of the highlights of my life. And then you told me we have a guest today um, that you go way back with. So let me get, you know, let me get some, uh, let me get the Fat Fish logo off there because we want to see all our pretty faces. Yes. And we're going to bring uh, a guest on and I'll let you introduce him. First of all, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Whenever I see your punim, it makes me smile. So I'm doing well. Yeah, I was excited about today. I was really excited. Yeah, this is uh, show number 48. We're getting, um, we got some good stuff coming up, man. And, uh, uh, you know, we're getting, when we get close to our year anniversary, I'll just go out and say it. We're going to try and bring back the guest that gave us the most accolades, and that's Tony Orlando, who's retiring. So when we bring him on, we're going to retire Brad with the show also. <laughs> Please get me out of and here. And I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing Bill Hudak on if I pronounce his name on. Who was that, Brad? Oh, Bill, this guy, he's taught me so much. He was my uh, he was my mentor. He was my my uh, my my teacher, and he was my boss at the world famous Hollywood Tropicana, female hot oil and mud wrestling. And he showed me all the ins and outs of the business, if you know what I mean. And really, a humble guy. And I'm so excited to have him on the show. Well, you know, he's waiting to come on the show because he has some a lot of smack about you. And we can make fun of you. That's the best thing about the show. Exactly. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. So let's bring him on. There he is. What's happening? Bill, honey, come on. Come on, fish, please. Sitting ovation. Bill, Absolutely. God, Bill, you, Bill, let me ask you a question. With a little dabble, do you... On the hair and the goatee, you look fucking the same, man. You look really the same. What really? are you? Yeah. What are you eating in Ohio? What's What are you drinking? Am I allowed to say that? Or no? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sure. Tell us what's going on. What may, What keeps you young, Billy? Mama cooks well. That's all I can say. I love it. it. Keep me young. I love hey, it. Hey, Bill. Well, nice yes, to meet sir. you, by the way. Um, what What hey, part man. of Ohio are you from? I'm up around the Cleveland area, up around the lake. Yeah, my wife's from Youngstown, so I'm very familiar That's with. That's where I'm at. That's actually again? where I'm at. I I'm can't hear you. Say in Youngstown, I'm in the Youngstown area. Oh, she she's from Boardman. I'm from Austintown. I know exactly where you are. Oh yeah, my I'm god! I'm right Remember behind Paul me. Joey's? Remember the oh, Paul yeah. Joey's? Years ago, absolutely. See. There's a reason why me and this guy Bill reconnected, Brad. We don't need you for this podcast. We're going to do a whole fucking show about yeah, Brad. Yeah, Mill Creek really Park <laughs> and Handel's ice cream. This is really nice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Why don't you oh, hold yeah. hands and sing Kumbai fucking ya? Okay? <laughs> I don't need All right, I'm in LA, baby. Okay. Young oh, family. my God. Ice cream places. Who the fuck cares? Let's get down to business. <laughs> 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 Billy, let me ask you this question to start. To start. What are you doing now in your life? What, what uh, kind of work are you doing? I, I own a big. Uh, 
a medical company. Nice. Is that, is that what you're going to call it? <laughs> I like it. You have well, no, it's, it's legal. It is. Okay, okay, I, okay. I have a contract with the state of Ohio. We we take care of uh, individuals. I like to thank you, Billy. Wow. You took care of individuals back in the day and at the Hollywood Tropicana, if you know what I mean. And now you're taking oh, care yes. of different kind of individuals. How did you get the job at the Hollywood Tropicana? Yeah, tell us how you got the job. It was my one of my roommates. Like I, I worked Lockheed Aircraft during the daytime. I was an aircraft mechanic for Lockheed in Burbank. Wow. Oh so God. at night, you know, I'm in my 20s. I want to go play. I go see a show. My buddy Julio's there. He's refereeing. I don't know if you know who Julio is, but he was a porn star, Tony Montana. He was oh, my roommate. That was your roommate? Okay. Oh, my he really? was one of my roommates, and he, he was a top-notch porn star. If you look at Google Tony Montana, he's all over the place. He made hundreds and hundreds of movies. Wow. And wow. Uh, he was one having me say, hey, we're short people one day. Can you help me out? I said, sure, I do not. I went down there, helped refereeing. A couple weeks later, I was refereeing more. A couple months later, I was the manager. A couple months later, the management actually came up to me at one point, Kenny and Paul and them. And wanted to make me in charge and cut everybody else out. Wow. I you wouldn't cut everybody team. else out. Oh, yeah. yeah. They wanted to throw a certain person out. <laughs> they were trying to make a deal with me. And I said, nope, don't want to do it. No, you I loved. Remember, you were gone for a while. They dumped oh, you. Oh, I know. What happened was his uh, dad in their demand that they bring you back. No, I know. Yeah. You were instrumental in that. Bill, uh, Bill and I, how, how many years did you work there? Uh, let's see. About five years. About five years, yeah. Yep, five um, years. So, yep. Yeah, I was working. I was so excited. I've told that story. And uh, and then all of a sudden, Dennis Morgan was a, uh, uh, may he rest in peace, he was the uh, like the number one MC. He was working in Florida, and he decided to come back to L.A. So when he came back to L.A., I was the low man on the totem pole, so they said, we got to let you go, but we'll put you in the bullpen if we ever need you. And this is what Bill did. He goes, listen, I like you. I'm going to put you to work. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I get sideshows, if you know what I mean, and I'm going to send you on a sideshow. Fish, you got to hear this story. It's unbelievable. So he puts me on a fucking plane to Vail, Colorado, to a corporate gig, if you know what I mean. And I go, Bill, what do you want me to do? He says, just be me. I, I'm sending my top girls with you, you know, and uh, let's call them uh, Tanny and uh, Barbara. And uh, they did a two-girl show. They wrestled each other. But the thrill for me was hanging out with these girls on an away game. And then this is the big one. At the end, they were taking a shower together. Hello. And they said, Brad, Johnny, come on in. Johnny Cocktails, come in here. I go, oh, you want me to wait till you finish? Get your fucking ass in here. And I go in there. <laughs> I go in there and they're taking a shower together, rubbing soap on each other. And I, of course, my mind goes crazy places. I'm saying, did you say take off my clothes too? Uh, no, they never said that. But I watched them take a shower and, and they asked me <laughs> questions about getting paid and all this stuff. Bill, it was a thrill of a lifetime because I'd never been to Vail and I got to see two of our hottest Tropicana girls taking a shower together. So thinking about maybe at the Tropicana, these girls took showers together and I think they did, right? 
Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Fish, you know when you work at a place... I witnessed a lot of that. If you what? I witnessed a whole say? lot of that. I remember Bill, he it was tough. He had a girlfriend that drove him crazy. I don't know. This girl, you I remember you, she would say jump, you say how high. And you would be at work and you'd be screaming at me and everybody because she was just very difficult. Remember this girl? This was your girlfriend. Oh yeah. You were gonna marry her. Oh, you yeah. didn't and of course I nope. hope it's not your wife now. No, no. You kicked her to the no, curb, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But Fish, this guy ran a tight ship. Even though we had all these beautiful girls, they all tried to, you know, oh, Bill, please let me, uh, uh, please give me, uh, you know, the first spot uh, when we mud wrestled. Oh, Bill, you know, right? You, they kissed your fucking ass. They rubbed up, oh, and get, you know. Yeah. You talk but, about yeah, my girlfriend was, at that time, okay? Shelly, my girlfriend came came into the trough one night and Shelly went up to her and told her, you know something? I can't believe your boyfriend. And she said, what? She goes, I even offered to suck his dick and he wouldn't let me do the first mud show. <laughs> she never believed me that Shelly was just screwing around. She said, oh, they're all sucking your dick then. I said, no, oh, I don't cool. date any of these girls. But oh my God, she never forgot that. Really? Never. Oh my God! They just yep. and, and Shelly was smart. She was just playing with her and to see where it would go, right? Just goofing on her, yeah. She just screwing with her, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Did you? So, you, so even before your girlfriend, you never dated the girls, right? It, it, it's like a like a. Oh, I dated a few of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I not, did date a few of them outside. Right yeah. outside the club. Yeah, that was the thing. Fish, you got to right. date these girls or the waitresses outside the club because if you do it inside the club, the management's the only ones that get to do that. Us uh, guys, just yep. do your job and hit the door. And that's what I did. And that's what you taught me, Bill. You said, listen, cocktails, just just work. Get your job done. You're really good at what you do. I, I was so humbled by you saying that. And you said, then go home. Get out of here. Don't go partying with them at the rainbow. Just work. Right. right? And, that, and that's why I lasted for Oh, yeah. Years. I, I never. Never went to the rainbow with them. I filmed a video with them at the Whiskey A Go Go, though, upstairs. We did two videos, but now I would never go out party. But well, I won't say never. I did a couple times. I did do go a couple parties. So, and where did that lead? Those were I went to. Well, we went to a party at Penny's house. I don't know if you remember Penny. And I'm sitting there, and me and yeah. me and Stephen Piercy from Rad are sitting there doing shots, having a great time. Talk with all these people who were there. I mean, just having a ball. Then uh, Vince New used to have naughty nighty parties at his house. And used to go to those. What were those but like? I think the best party I ever went in, and we had it, and we had it at the Tropicana. The best party was Tommy Lee's bachelor party when he married Heather Locklear. Oh boy. That was nuts. Oh my God. These guys had a fishbowl of white powder they threw on my desk. And I'm just like, if a cop walks in here right now, I'm going to prison. <laughs> and those Nick Morris, those guys were nuts. I mean, they were party animals. Yeah, they, they liked the booger that sugar. That was awesome. In the 80s. Oh, they my God, did they like the booger sugar. Right, the booger sugar. Yeah. 
They did a couple of rails in the Tropicana. I used to catch people doing them. Like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. yeah that was the girls. Yeah. The, the girls girl. must have gone crazy. I remember when um, Pamela Anderson, Bill, was being roasted on Comedy Central. Guys, Jeff Ross says, I heard Tommy Lee's dick is so big it has an elbow. So, And I'm sure some of the girls that worked on that night knew that. Hey, Bill, six oh, degrees of separation. Did. We've already established Youngstown, Cleveland. I worked with Julio in a couple of porno films. I was in um, When Harry Ate Sally and Gladiator, and he was my standing dick. So just, you know, that. I got to ask you a question on a serious note. You manage these girls. Go ahead. And, and Brad says, come, come with a question that, you know, because I go, I got a thousand of them. But you manage these girls. Is it like managing a baseball team and you say to a girl named Sarah, you're the cleanup tonight because there's a bunch of rednecks out there with limited teeth and so do you. So you could probably get the most money out of them. Was it your vision to put the girls in the right spots when they dance with the demographics of your room? Absolutely. I used to put them where I thought it would work the best. The first row was like two girls in the oil that was the first fight that had to be extremely high energy to set the pace for the rest of the night so you had to have two powerful girls a lot of them got pissed because they didn't make as much money but then i said listen you're going to do this today tomorrow i rotated them all and i kept it all fair except for a couple princesses but we all know who those were brad that we right. had no choice but to keep them in the number one spots because the happy. owners said no they're going to be there so, okay fine but uh, I tried to be fair with them. We had to keep the energy going. We had to keep the girls moving, keep the crowd going. The MC had to be spot on. And you had to watch out for the idiots in their hands. Right, right. You know, um, we, used to, we used to get in. We had so many fights there. Oh, my God. Speaking about fights, I want to tell you something, uh, Fish, about Bill. Bill used to be the referee, and maybe we can show his picture if you got his picture. He, there he Look is. Look at that with that mullet. Look at that. Now look at look into look his eyes. Guns, baby. Look at the guns and look into his eyes. This motherfucker, if you fuck with the girls, he would jump in first. Security wouldn't be there first. Bill would be there first. And he kicked some fucking ass. He threw some fucking losers out of the fucking club a many a night. Correct, Amundo? Bill didn't run. Oh, hell yeah. You never, yeah, you, only, stayed, you stayed right only in one time that I was there that I got scared. Because you, usually if I hit you there, you're hitting the ground. I was knocking you out. One of those two. I hit this one guy so hard, and he turned his head, looked at me, and smiled. I'm like, I'm dead. So I no. kicked him in the balls. I called BJ, and we threw him out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> now let's, BJ Wester was our top security man. He was 6'8", oh, 350, yep. but he had a heart of gold. He was a teddy bear, but you fuck, oh, he was great. You fuck with the girls. I put BJ in the show because I told the audience when I opened, all right, guys, you're going to have a good time tonight, but you can't touch the girls, but they can touch you. And if there's any problems, this is what happens. And I played the Munster music. And DJ would come out, walk around the ring, grab the microphone, and I let him do a little spiel. Oh my God. People and oh, and then then I had a plant in the audience. He would go stand up and go, fuck you. I could fucking take you. You're not that fucking big, you asshole. So literally, PJ took him, 
took him by the fucking throat and he fucking walked him right out. And then he used the door as a battering ram. Yeah, oh, sorry. He used the oh, guy yeah. as a battering ram and threw his ass out onto Western. But uh, wow, oh, yeah. what a great time, Billy. And you were so good to me because I was the low man, the young guy on the tonal pole. There was Paul Greenwood. There was Garrett Atkins, who taught me a lot about being an MC. And then there was Dennis. Dennis was the the showpiece. He was the guy. You know, he was the rock and roll MC. He used to get him into a frenzy, right, Bill? Dennis? Somewhat, yeah. But he a lot of that he learned from Garrett, Paul, and Cherie. Oh, Cherie. I don't know if you yeah. remember Cherie, the one female MC we used to have. Yeah. Yeah, she got she got fired because you know the only reason you get a job at the Trapezoid MC if 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 the bar is up. So I had four Mondays and the and Paul right. Picard said, if the bar is up, you keep your job. I go, what about my making people laugh? He goes, I don't give a fuck about that. I want to make money. You keep the bar. So Cherie, guys were like calling her all sorts of names, and then she'd go, BJ, kick this guy out. So she was kicking out like guys right and left, and then and then Paul like, I can't have this. Oh yeah. I mean, you make fun of them. They can make fun of you. If they call you a see you next Tuesday, you got to take it right in the tush, right? Right between the cheeks. Yep. So uh, they, they oh, brought hell yeah. And she, right? She got so pissed at me one night because she pissed me off upstairs. I come downstairs. I sent somebody to the store. He come back with a 24-inch black dildo. And she starts her spiel, and I throw that dildo right into the mud pit. And she's looking like that. She goes, what am I supposed to do that? I said, well, if you don't know, now we know why you're such a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, the, the story. Oh, she was pissed. Oh, she was pissed. Oh, I yeah. love it. Oh, Bill, you, but Bill, you, uh, here's the great thing about you, but Bill, you ran a, a tight ship. See, people think there's all sorts of, there's a lot of chaos because all these girls are jealous of each other and all this stuff. But Bill, you, I mean, I was in some of those meetings upstairs in the girls' locker room and you just let them have it. This is how it's going to go. You listen to me. You're on your mark. You do your job. And if you don't, you're fucking gone. And these girls, I, their faces yep. are like, but I have, I have the biggest tits here. I usually got by on my big tits. Not anymore, honey. This is a fucking job. This is a fucking company, right? And you ran it. Exactly. And you were incredible. You really did from being a referee to all the, the administration upstairs and all the bullshit. Oh, you had a break. I remember you breaking up fights in the locker room. These girls going at it. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, hell they, yeah. They, yeah. Right? Oh, you. Maybe you, pulling they, their hair extensions out. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were brutal. They were so fucking brutal with each other. And then, and, and then like, these girls, uh, like I would say, and you would say, we go, girls, can you take this downstairs in front of the audience? We love this. And then if they were in a fight, Absolutely. when they started wrestling, they fucking got it on hair extensions, punching each other. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And then I, I looked at you, I go, what do I do as you're refereeing around the ring? You go, let him go. <laughs> let him go. I go, okay, Phil, I'll let him go. <laughs> but oh, we had so much fun. Uh, you, do you remember, do you remember Kona, the barbarian? Yes, I did. Yes, I do. I can remember the one time we're up there and I'm roughing the, the thing. She's wrestling in the mud. And she looked up at me and she spit on me. And I looked down there and I said, you motherfucking bitch. And I took my whistle, threw it down and went in there and I picked her up and body slammed her. 
in the pit. <laughs> the people in the audience went nuts. I mean, they went crazy. We used to do that after that point. The first one wasn't a show. I was pissed. After that, we used to do it every so often. I'd go in there and just do the same thing, and I'd body slam her, and she'd pin me, and it would go on for a little bit. <coughs> then I'd go out, go get cleaned up, and come back. Right, right. But, yeah, um, they would go nuts. Oh, yeah. We, we, we need to and there were the so audience. many stars that came in. Oh, yeah. You know, I how many stars that ever seen? You know all the stars in the audience? Right. I want to, uh, before you mention all the stars that you saw there, and I, I will too, I want everybody to know that um, these girls came out in costumes. Like, for instance, Fish, the one girl, she didn't start the fire, but she's going to put it out. Say hello to Firefighting Fantasy from Las Vegas, Nevada. Here comes Las Vegas, Lana. Oh, boy, guys. You know, everybody needs a yearly physical. Here comes Heather, the head nurse. And they come out of the out, and then they strip down to their bikinis, no nudity, and uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, we saw Bill. You know that was the creme de la creme. Now strip clubs are a dime a dozen, right? Tell us some of the stars: oh, Billy yeah. Idol, uh, oh Vince Neil. Um, who else did you see there? I, I can tell you. I mean, so many people: John Landis, the uh, the director from Animal House, Blues Brothers, Fish. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Fish. One that would have to hit some with Sam Kennison used to come in oh, yeah. him and his whole entourage now Sam uh -huh. and me got to be pretty tight there so what Sam would do there I would give him a free table for his guys to come in and he gave me a table at the comedy store on Sunday when he was there that's great I was showed up there to one Sunday with Sam and he's on stage and they put a, a telephone out there and then he goes, ask the audience, he goes, listen, does anybody out there have an ex-wife that they really can't stand? I have 10 girls and people at the table pointing at me. He calls me up on the stage. You have her number? I said, yeah. I give him the number. He calls her. We get a phone machine. He goes, hey, I'm here with your ex-husband, Bill, and 200 other people, and we just want to say, you're a fucking bitch. And he just went on. I got phone calls for six months after that. Oh my good, yeah. Sam was great when he came in. He oh, he was, you know, he respected me because I was, you know, an MC, a comedian, and stuff. But man, he had an entourage, didn't he? He brought in every swing and dick. I mean, unbelievable. I remember he used to hang out with. I don't know if you remember John. Oh yeah, yep, a lot. Yeah, he used to hang out with. I don't know if you remember Bon Jovi upstairs. Oh Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, he'd be upstairs in the corner booth. He'd be just sitting there watching. He got he was really real quiet all to himself. You had Slash and them from uh, Guns N' Roses. You had the guys from Rat. You had L.A. Gun. You had I mean, I remember Bill Cosby. We know what he was doing. Uh, we had Eddie Van Halen. I even had a picture somewhere. My wife has a store of me and Eddie Van Halen in his car. He was kind of he had a white countage we were out by the car. I just, right. just people after people after people. I even did a show for Jerry Lou's son up in New York. Really? Did you do a lot? Did you yep. do a lot of private shows? Did you take the trap on the road a lot? I did a few of them. Yeah, I did a lot for them. And the final one I did when I left, I put it, I did a big show up in uh New York for 
Jerry Lewis's son hooked me up to this other guy. He was doing the Broadway musical of Cats. And he flew me, four girls, an MC, a referee, and my girlfriend to New York. Put us all up, wow. limos, everything. And when I left the show that night, I got my pay. It was all cash. I told everybody goodbye. They said, what do you mean goodbye? I said, because I'm not coming back. Oh, you knew this was the, the coup de grace? This came the- back. Yeah. yeah. That was it. I was tired. There was so much bullshit going on at the trop. The trop was starting to slide a little yeah. bit, you know, because Paul passed away. Right. Paul, you know, Paul got killed in that car accident, Paul Bacard. Right. And stuff was just getting out of hand. Nobody was, you know, it really was for a while. It was getting out of hand. I said, you know what? This is a good time for me. And it's I got out. I moved to Phoenix. I was in Phoenix for a while. You, you, uh, you left on top. That's the best way. You know, these yeah. athletes, they hang around too long. Let me ask you this. Um, Fish uh, used to date some of these girls, and look at them. Look, look at this guy. They don't go out with guys like Fish and me. They go out with losers. Like, for instance, I remember this girl I will who rena- will remain nameless. She, I, go, she, I introduced her to my buddy. Let's just say it was Fish. He's got a job. He's got a nice place to live in L.A. He's a good guy. He'd like to take you out. She goes, no, who, and then he look. Then she look over uh, Fish's shoulder. Who's that guy who just uh, walked in from L.A. County Jail? I go. Why would you want to go out with that loser? Because I'm going to save him. Oh yeah, you're going to save him. Save him from what? Terrible, terrible. Bill, you know why do these girls go out with such losers? How about not nice guys? I got guys? no idea. I mean, they, no, they didn't want nothing to do with the nice guys. They wanted all the. They want bad. Degenerates or whatever you want to call them. They want bad boys, yeah. Stop. Both of you. Stop, stop, stop. What do you mean that they don't go out with guys (laughs) like me? I date. You should have seen me. I said that. You know. Come on. Let's be honest. Fish, look at me. Yeah. You see me in the 80s. You know, I worked at at a a, a top nightclub called Mom Saloon in the 80s in Brentwood, Bill. Did you ever um, go there, Bill? Did you ever go there? Mom. I never went there, no. But. Some of those names you just mentioned used to show up there, but that's another story. My big, my big question to you, sir, is how stressed out were you having the Brad in the establishment? He's in the shower with girls. Did you one have a defibrillator on the premises, and two, did you have a doctor on call? Because there's no way this schmuck right here isn't having seven heart attacks at night when these girls start going down to their bikinis. I mean, we had, we had no. No defibrillators. All we had was oral service to bring him back up. That's all we could tell. <laughs> I want the doctor. I'm in. <laughs> That's really, really, I love oral you. Service. Oh my! We had some real five years of your life, Bill. Oh, what, by the way, did Tony Montana? Did he continue to work there under your tutelage, being the boss? Tony Montana now works for NBC. What? He does. No, you, you can see him on. I don't know. No, CBS, not NBC. He, okay. You can see him on the uh, the Academy Awards. He's on the red carpet. He's in one of those tuxedos, and he does. He flies around, does shows and stuff. Oh yeah, he's doing well. I, I every time I go to LA, I try to meet up with him. I was just there about two months ago. He was busy because you know everything went down, and then it started back up. So he right. was gone. He couldn't. He couldn't meet with me then. And you were, I think hey, you Bill, were pretty busy still too. I tried to because I'm sorry, Bill. Are you still for hire? Um, I live in Las Vegas, and this is Super Bowl week, and the Spearmint Rhino treasures. All I mean, 
we, we have a correspondent that works for the show, John Hyatt. The script clubs are going crazy. There are celebrities, NFL players, athletes, dignitaries in these script clubs. We could use a guy for you for hire to get in there and start shaping it up because it's madness. We got to fly Bill out if we if our <laughs> dream comes true, true. We might be opening a bar, possibly. And Bill, you got to be there on opening night. I need you there. You know that. Absolutely. No problem. You'll fly out. You tell me, yeah. I'll be there. Absolutely. I know. Bill, do you have un, uh, any great, unbelievable stories that you're like, what the, what the f? How did that happen? Like, you know, you turn around, you see a celebrity. Uh, this person gives you a hard time. Uh, you, oh, I used to see like in the deep dark corners of the trap in the dark. I saw uh, naughty stuff going on. Did you see that a lot? I did. Oh, yes. When I wasn't involved with it, I saw it. Right, you saw it, yeah. Maybe. That stuff and was then... going on all the time. And I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. No. Oh, I don't know if you remember the hallway upstairs, there was a Pac-Man machine. Do you remember the Pac-Man yeah. machine? Yes, I do. Garrett yeah. Atkins, he'd be on stage. And if there was a problem, he would yell out, Pac-Man. That was my key that somebody was getting in his face. I would go up to him. Paul Picard used to get pissed. I'd take the guy by his neck, take him down the hallway, and slam his face into the Pac-Man machine, take him down and throw him down the steps. There were like 15 steps in the back. I mean, we just throw him. Sometimes oh I land down there, the L.A. sheriffs would come. they say, what? happening and the one ship oh he fell us yeah he fell down and then we <laughs> go like that <laughs> so you oh, oh I mean, the sheriff they're all there they were always yeah, they called pat he when he called out pac-man i knew yeah. was something was happening yeah okay that was your word that was your you thing get, oh yeah how about girls in the shower you know they yeah. weren't always washing they were playing a lot of times <laughs> i know i know i Oh I yeah, they had a lot of. I only talked to one. I talked to Nanette. She texts me every once in a while. She's the only one I ever talked to. So the rest yeah, of them, I don't know what happened to them. But... Yeah, yeah. Did you, and, and you, I talked to Maria. Did you see uh, uh, the the uh, show we did? I saw the with Maria Maria thing. I remember her. Yeah, she's great. Yep, I remember her. She has a great podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, I I keep in touch with. Shelly, I keep in touch with Candace. I keep in touch with uh, Amy. I, I mean, there's so many girls I keep in touch with because of Facebook. But we have, I mean, there's there, we got to make do a show about this. I mean, you're going to be a creative consultant because I'm telling you, there was Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. We, uh, we, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to write something, Bill, and I gotta, you got to be involved because. There, it, it's just endless. The stories are endless. The customers are endless. Who comes in? These athletes. Oh my gosh, we had athletes all the time. You know, when they come in, football, basketball, you're hanging out at the forum. They used to come over after the game. Uh, these girls were. I mean, there's, you know, there's the, the TV guy Jim Brown. Oh, oh, uh, remember Jim, Jim Brown from my? I think he was on KB. No, uh, no, Jim, Jim Hill. Hill. Jim Hill, yeah. He used to come in every oh, night. Hill? I, I had the wrong name. Yeah, it's Jim only been Brown, almost 40 years right now. That's okay. No, Jim Hill. But yeah, um, they used to come in every night and sit at the bar. Absolutely. Yeah. And Jim Hill still is on uh, CBS uh, Channel 2 doing sports. He's still 
I'm telling you, black don't crack. This guy looks fantastic. He looks the same. Uh, but it's so great because I bump into people in L.A. and they look at me and they go, did you work at the... I go, yep. And I go, did you come for a bachelor party? Oh, my God. Don't tell my wife. Blah, blah, blah. I go, come on. You're allowed to go play. Right, right? Do you remember... Were you? I don't think you were there when Michelle Pfeiffer and Dee Dee Pfeiffer were waitresses there. What? What? You're telling oh, me? Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer oh yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer and Dee Dee Pfeiffer yeah. were waitresses. He was a waitress. They said she was a bar waitress or a bartender. I wasn't there. It was right before I came. But her sister, yeah. Dee Dee, right? She was there for a yeah. long time. Oh my gosh! Yep. If I would have known that, because oh my god, because I'm I'm very good friends with your husband David wow. Tilly. He's a big writer and a wow. great guy. Wow! And Dee Dee was just on the show that I worked on. Uh, uh, oh, I would love to walk up to them and say, I'm a whisper in there. Were you a waitress at the Hollywood Tropicana? And they'll go, Come on over here. Yes. <laughs> Everybody needs to start off somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you know, we had some very famous, you know, but. Uh, no, it was it was it was a time. Do you think that uh, Bill? Let me ask you. You're a good businessman. Do you think I could recreate the Tropicana today? Do you think? It, it, yeah. Oh, by the way, the building is but still there. The I think, I think you could. I, I thought they tore it down the last time no, I was down no. there. I thought they were tearing it down. I went no, by it. No, the the, the it looks like hell. <laughs> yeah, the, the gas station next door. They tore that down, built the building, but right the Tropicana and the parking lot is still there. Still there, buddy. And wow. oh, they, they rented I'd out like to go, production. Go my old office I know they found I'd like a, to go upstairs uh, to see if my old office is oh, it is. No, I'm telling you, they they rented out to film, TV, movie production, uh, you know, uh, music videos, all that stuff. It's like a gigantic stage, it's fantastic. Remember, were you there when they filmed Coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall? They no. filmed it there. No. That big scene uh, when they go to a club. Um, oh my god, there's so many stuff. There's so much stuff that was there's, shot at the Kenny's, Kenny, Kenny still owns McKenzie it. still own that property? Yeah, oh my Kenny god, McKenzie. he was great. great. great he was quiet. Oh yeah. yeah, still a great guy. I see. I saw him many years ago. Oh, yeah. Such still oh. a great guy. Remembered me. We laughed a couple. Uh, we told a couple of stories. We had some. Uh, we had some laughs. Really special. Do you have, oh, by the way, what was your first job? What was your first job as a kid, uh, Bill, when you got in your life, starting working? My first job as a kid? Yeah, like we worked in in Ohio. uh, No, detailing cars. Oh. I was 13 detailing cars. And I learned how to drive them, too, because I take them down the street and come bring them back when I'm 13. Wow. And did you work for yourself or you worked for... uh, somebody else. no i worked my buddy's dad owned a car ah, gotcha. a lot. that's great that got that's you going right up the street from where i grew up yep wow what a colorful life you've had bill unbelievable wonderful i met your son he's a great guy he came he did he he went to ucla and graduated right your son dustin he got his master's in healthcare. yep uh he's a good kid good kid he's on his, he's in new orleans right now for mardi gras all week <laughs> oh, is he? All right. Well, send my love to him. He's a good kid. Really good kid, man. You yeah. you did good as a father, man. Um, but uh, this this is this has been fantastic. I, I, Bill, is there any story you can leave us for our audience and our listeners that just will rock this show? Something crazy. 
something nuts, something way yeah. out there. Anything. Did the D DEA ever come in and bust anybody for drugs? Uh, how about Vice? No, but I tell you what. You know where you used to get the best those oh. little things from? Was the sheriff. The sheriffs always had that stuff. The sheriffs? Believe me, the sheriffs had the best you could get. Wow. The sheriffs would come in, they'd have it. You mean uh, what we're talking oh, about? Yeah. <laughs> there was so much partying. I don't know. I don't know how that place didn't get shut down for that because, yeah, you're right. The money that made it happen because do you realize what those guys own? All those newspapers? That was right. all them. All those party all newspapers. Press, that was all them. All the Hollywood press and all the games. Wow. Oh, That's yeah. On any some of the like, girls, you know, they go back. People you know, don't realize. Like, I know that I mentioned your name to one little short, dark haired girl. She was always up in them front offices taking care of business. Her first name started with a T. I won't say her name, though. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, See you next yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she was very good friends with the owner. Oh, yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know who, she, who you're talking about. Yeah. She, I, by the way, I saw her a couple of years ago and she needed me. For, really? I told, oh, here, okay. Here's a story for you. This is a good one. So she worked there for, since she was like 16 years old. And this is an unbelievable right. story. So she, I didn't see her for a while. And she walks in and I go, hi. What's up, T? She goes, how are you doing? I'm pregnant. I go, wow, congratulations. Who's the father? She says, well, it's one of two people. I go, okay. And she told me the two people, this one kid across the street at the uh, at the mobile station or a very, very famous athlete. And I go, had twins. She had twins. And to this wow. day, she never. She asked. I said, "You've got to find out who the father is because these your 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 daughters need to know who their dad is. That it's only fair." Oh yeah. And I tried to help her, and I found out who it was, and it, it was really sad because she she thought because he had his entourage that his entourage would come to her and go, "Oh, he still loves you. He's going to marry you. Don't make trouble." So she never made trouble. She never like went for a DNA test, you know, all that stuff that, you know, a paternity test, all that stuff. And to this day, I saw her and she looks good, but an absolute mess, a hot mess express. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Brad, Brad. Yeah. Just, yeah. just tell America and the world that you were the father. <laughs> yeah. Although you're not famous. I wouldn't Better. doubt it. I'm going to tell you what, he watched uh -huh. a lot of those kids in the bathroom after the show. That I can tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. Billy, we'll end on that note. We heard you back here, Brad. The, the what? We what, heard you in you the bathroom. Billy? Don't think we didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I was doing a lot of things in that bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Fish. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bill, this has been such a treat for me and Fish. Fish, do you have any any questions? Give me one question. You said you had a lot of questions for Bill. Do you have one? Yeah, I, I, he's an Ohio guy. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? There you go. Oh, I have to be the 49ers. They're my neighbors. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I have to be. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be 49. Well, Absolutely. we'll talk about that later. Bill, good health, happiness, <clears throat> continued success. You're a great guy, man. You'll, you're, I'll tell you, I always think of you. I talk about you often. And uh, when you come to LA, you better look me up. And if I get to Ohio, baby. I'll be out in a couple more months. I'll be okay, coming right. back out in a couple months. So, yep, we'll be looking we'll you up go, again. We'll go We'll go to Factors Deli again and have a, a corned beef on rye. Oh, hell yeah. Come to Vegas. Come to my restaurant. <laughs> you got to gotta come to Vegas and see fish because there's more going on. There's more strip clubs. There's more action in Vegas. You know, you go, you go with Brad. All you're going to do is, is eat this the whole time. Right? That's it. That's, that's Brad. <laughs> yeah, chicken nuggets. I know. We don't buy it for Annie. We know yeah. damn well he's eating them. <laughs> Everybody loves Annie. Okay, I have to sample. Make sure they're not poisonous. Uh, this is so much fun. Yeah, Billy, that's what he says. Billy, you better look me up. We have some, uh, we have, uh, I got to meet Tony Montana. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he what? must have stories. He's, I heard his penis has a lot of stories. That was for you, Fish. That was for you, buddy. Billy, yeah. till next time. Thank you so much, sir. I love you. You're my brother from another Love you month. too, brother. All right. Bill Hoddick, yeah, come on. Fish. Thank you, Billy. All right. We love you, buddy. I'll see Be you well. again, Bill. Stay healthy. All right, man. You look great. Be good. Be good. Be good. Wow. That was fun. That was good. I told you. I told you, man. The stories are plentiful. Yeah, he kind of gave you a nice plug there by saying, I wouldn't doubt it if Brad was a father. I think that you got more vagina working at that place than you want to admit because you're humble and you know that your family and all the Yids, the, the Yiddish and, and, and are going to come out and say, oh, what the hell did you, Brad, we didn't know you did that. How many shikses do you have? You know, no, 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 Brad. You can tell America, tell the world, wherever, wherever the people, well, listen to us, <laughs> watch you did well man I'm, I'm proud of you that's a great great michelle pfeiffer i can't i can't believe she worked there i'm gonna ask my friend her and her sister were uh uh waitresses oh my goodness or bartenders michelle pfeiffer i can't believe that i have to i have to find that out but no i had a great time there man but uh, i'm very quiet about uh, the ladies i date and the things that i do because i don't need to you know i'm not a show off i'm just well, we know this. I, I already, I already teased it. But go ahead, give me your, go, give me. Those are the six burgers that were named the top burgers in the United States. You give me your top one and the worst. Have you, I've never had a Shake Shack burger. Have you? I had it one time. Where, where's, where's my, where's my, uh, where's the Mecca In and Out Burger? It's where's not the on there. These, these are In and Out Burgers. I, it should be. I think you it know. should be. Uh, yeah. I, I had five guys. Believe it or not, I've had. Every one of these, believe it. Me or too. Not. I've not had Shake Shack. No Shake Shack with fish. Shake Shack, but I mean, you know what? Oh, I just had Wendy's. I had a Wendy's single. Very good. Very good. I, you know, McDonald's. Uh, you know, is a second home. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, uh, it just depends. What I haven't had White Castle in a long time. Pound for pound, that could be really the best. I don't See? know. I, I just like all kinds of burgers. They call me all right, Brad. All right, boy, chicken. All what? right. You lost two dinners to me, and now this is the – you get a chance because you lost by having the Ravens and the Lions. Yeah. You get a chance to pick who you want, and obviously I get the other team. Okay. So it's kind of like we're even if I win. If you win, 
then you get two dinners. So wow. um, America's rooting for you because we know, you know, we just showed your appetite. Who you got? I got a deal. I got a deal. How about this? In addition, I am going to, you got to throw in a Korean massage parlor. I'm really, I need a massage in Vegas. Can you do that? Why does it have to be Korean or Japanese or any kind of persuasion? Russian, I don't care. Just a massage from one of these beautiful women. Do you, do you want a regular massage? You want a deep tissue, Swedish, Yatsu? Or do you want one that ends like many of your massages ended at the Hollywood Tropicana? You mean a lucky finish? Lucky. Time. You mean a time release massage? Well, I. You know what? A lot of this. The, you, you've been in 120 shows and stuff like that. A lot of them didn't have happy endings. So you know, maybe oh, we. That was good. That was a good one, buddy. That was really good. Listen, I've never been to a massage parlor ever or a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. You know that. Do you know? Do you know? I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna plug something. I gotta tell you this story real quick, and then I'll give you my pick. Okay. There's a there's the greatest place. So in life, if you want to find the best bar, you you talk to an alcoholic. If you want to find the best drugs, you talk to a drug addict. Well, if you want to find the best strip club, you talk to a guy who comes in uh, to the Hollywood Tropicana every night, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So there's this a customer named <laughs> there was a customer. Let's call him Pablo because that's his name. And he was the nice. He's the nicest guy. He used to come in and go. Johnny Cocktails, you got to go to this club club uh, called Tropical Lay. I go, where is that? He goes, in Upland. Upland? Where the fuck is Upland? He goes, ah, oh, it's a 40-minute drive. I go, 40 minutes? I'm not going for a 40-minute drive. So my buddy Kent, he, um, my buddy Kent, he uh, and I were bored one night. I go, buddy, let's go to this club. I'll drive. So I went out and uh, the most incredible club in the world. You walk in, you sit down, no, no, no alcohol. The most beautiful girls in the world and they come and literally the first thing they do they put their hand down your pants that's how they shake that's how they introduce themselves so every time i bring somebody there it's their birthday so fish if you it was your birthday i take you out there oh it's my buddy fish's birthday every time and i hand you a pair of sweatpants and you go in the back room because you know easy access and you'd have a great time so recently i went out there because my buddy son was a virgin not a virgin in life but a virgin in the strip club world so i broke him in and we had the time of our lives and uh it was crazy and it hadn't changed the club hadn't changed so if you're in uh if you're in town you got to go out to upland the tropicallay.com hubba hubba incredible well i'm a married man so i'd be out but i'll tell you what if the girl did that to me, it's a firm handshake where you're the soft handshake. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy has no self-esteem. Let's, we have some memes. Let's get to the suit. Oh, oh you want me, do you want me to give you my pick? Where'd you go? Do I have to finish the show? My pick fish is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. It's time they step up. I love KC. I'm a Swifty, all the good stuff. But I really believe San when I when I saw San Francisco come back against uh, the Detroit Lions by 17 points in the second half, I'm telling you, buddy, there's just something about San Francisco. They can turn it on and turn it off, and that McCaffrey is unbelievable. No one's stopping him. But it's gonna. I just hope it's a great game and it's not a blowout. So my pick is 
the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. And I get, uh, if I win, I get two dinners and a uh, uh, massage at uh, one of the uh, Las Vegas finest establishments. Korean, Chinese, Russian, Latina, uh, white. I don't care. But I got to get a massage. I have a lot of stress in my life. One of the biggest reasons I need it is because I'm hanging out with you and doing this podcast. Very stressful. Very stressful. How do I look today? I look good. God damn, I look good. Oh, but that's my. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to my buddy's uh, Super Bowl party and then come back.